Hello, hello, and welcome to a Sunday morning edition of the Pick and Play podcast. And always to round out our gruesome twosome, Leo, how you doing? I'm trying to make some money today, man. What's up? You got these picks? I do. Last week I took a little bit of a, a little bit of a hurting, but I'm I'm better now. I'm better now. Um, I, I feel good about where we're going into this week. Uh, let's talk on one thing that's going to happen today. The NBA is going to play game six. The Lakers lose a game five. Heartbreaking. Um, I will tell you this. I think the Lakers and the all black, I'm sick of it. Uh, I don't give a fuck. They're the Mamba jerseys. I, mean, gotta... I know, but man, you, 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 here's the thing. You can't lose in them. Yeah, the game five was their first loss in those jerseys, and that that loss hurt, man. Duncan Robinson was making play after play after play, and you know, in retrospect or in looking back at the game, a horrible defense on Duncan Robinson by Danny Green and Contavious Caldwell Pope. Uh, I don't want to shit on KCP too much because yeah. I think that KCP had a, a good game overall, but they're letting Duncan Robinson come off of these screens and get practice looks. Yeah, that's not going to work, and, and especially not when Jimmy Butler is turning into LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> I think Jimmy Butler just uh, what we saw there was Jimmy Butler's moment. LeBron did this when they played the Golden State and they took it to six games, and LeBron like collapsed on the court when he was with the Cavs and they lost Kyrie and uh, Kevin Love. And it was him and Deladova basically holding the whole thing up. Um, and he gave it all to, to win that game five, to send it to a six, and then they were closed out. That's what it really reminded me of, um, especially with the injuries to Drogic. That's that's really what it looked like. Uh, I will say this about the game. Um, Danny Green, I believe I read a stat that the Danny Green is the fourth best three-point shooter in the finals of all time. Uh, making 42% of his threes. So he misses, the obviously, his Paxson moment, um, his Steve Kerr moment for the MJ Bulls. Uh, it was a big miss. He really had a chance to win the championship on one wide-open shot. Yep. Let me ask you this, though. Before we even shit on Danny Green, how do you feel about LeBron driving into the crowded paint for the kickout? you like the basketball play? Or? I, I go back to – I put this on Twitter, but um, you we all watched – uh, we all watched the last dance. What did what did um, what did Phil Jackson tell Michael? Uh, who's open, Michael? And Michael didn't answer. And Phil said, "Michael, who's open?" And he goes, "Paxson." And he goes, "Okay then." Ball goes to Paxson. Paxson makes the shot. This isn't a LeBron thing. MJ did this. MJ wasn't even able to be great until. Now, he was a great player, but wasn't able to be the GOAT until he learned that other players have to get involved and other players have to make shots. See, the thing that LeBron has is he, he, he between Anthony Davis and him, they scored almost all of the Laker points. Uh, the Lakers bench win, I think it was 16 for 41. Okay, they it shot. Atrocious. It was atrocious. But you that... If LeBron drives to the lane and five people collapse on him and he dishes it out to a straight away best three-point shooter on the team, wide open, no one on him, I have news for you. That is the best possible play. MJ didn't take that shot. He literally passed it up. It's literally a talking point that Phil Jackson drove into Jordan. Who is open, Michael? Paxson. Well, then get him the ball. This isn't a, 
everyone needs to understand that if you really don't watch sports previous to what's currently on your television, you are always going to be at a disadvantage because you don't actually know shit. This is a recurring theme for all of the great players. They always have someone that is able to make one or two baskets a game that's off to the side. They need that. Kawhi was that guy for the clip for the Spurs for a while before he became the man. There's always someone that has to make the best. Danny Green just missed it. So I'll say this. I'm not going to put the blame on LeBron for that loss, especially not after the performance he had. Yeah. But that being said, to play devil's advocate, maybe the blame goes to Vogel. Maybe it goes to LeBron. I'm not in the huddle, so I don't really know. But I would have liked the up 3-1. To end the series, I would have liked to see you just wind the clock down to, to eight, nine seconds, run pick and roll with Anthony Davis, and whatever look is what you get. And I understand that they yeah. got a good look with, with Danny Green at the top of the three, but Danny Green's been inconsistent these entire play. Ever since they got to the bubble, Danny Green lost his jumper. So I, I understand that you have to have faith in Danny Green in that moment that he's going to come through and hit the wide open three. But at the same time, I would like to see a different play. I, Give me give me an ISO. Fuck yeah. It. Give me an ISO with Jimmy Butler at the top. LeBron, you the you the best perimeter player in the world. Take it. I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe yeah. I'm just a Laker fan and I'm frustrated. Yeah, I think but. you're just frustrated because here's LeBron's stat line: forty points, thirteen rebounds, seven assists. He shot six from nine from three. Uh, he went fifteen to twenty-one from the field goal. Um, the, I want him to take three the last steal- shot. He, like, I want him I to be know, on him. But, but we, we go back and watch, man. MJ didn't always take the last shot. Literally, there are two moments in his career where he dished it to Paxson, who made the three multiple times, and Steve Kerr. This is a recurring theme for the best basketball player of all time. His, yes, you are right. But uh, he didn't take what that about shot. His final shot, where he goes ISO on Byron Russell, you know, and, and hits a mid-range jumper. That is the kind of play that I was yes, looking for. Yes, you could see that tonight. This game should have been over because Danny Green should have done the easiest shot in the world. A straight-on three-pointer. I understand right, that people again, go, I I'm want LeBron. talking LeBron to, to play devil's advocate. LeBron really can't shoot some, every some basket. Right now, LeBron can't shoot every... He tried. He had 40. He had 40. Uh, no, no, yeah. It's like, really on Markeith Morris. Yeah. In my, yes, in he, my he had a terrible... I don't know how yeah. you get that ball. You look AD in his eyes. Right. Okay. Look this man in his eyes and throw that shit out of bounds. I don't understand. This is I don't understand to, how you can't get that entry pass in right there. That's the problem. Here's the thing. This was a complete collapse by everyone not named LeBron or Anthony Davis on the Lakers. That's what it really was. It was an unbelievable collapse. That's all this was. Uh, there was nothing more LeBron or AD could do. They played an incredible basketball game. AD uh, got hurt, went 28-12-3, shot 9 or 15 from the field, 8 from 8 from th- from the free throw line. The guy... All over the court. Three steals, three, blo- uh, three blocks. The, the man was a machine. LeBron James and Anthony Davis did enough to win almost every single game ever. They just did. They lost one because their team completely imploded. Completely imploded. The good news is this. I don't think the Heat can possibly play any better. That was as good as they can fucking play. The, no, the opening for the Heat is that Anthony Davis isn't 100%. You 
you know, I know that the Lakers already said Anthony Davis is probable for tonight, and so he'll probably play. Yep. But if he's, you know, if he's hampered by that ankle, that heel injury that he has, then the door opens slightly larger. Yeah. There's a slightly larger opening for the Heat to steal another one, and if this comes to Game 7, then I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I just want to read you real quick how bad of a game the Lakers bench had. And that's why I said I'm not really panicking over this if I'm a Lakers fan. I go, man, everything went right for the Heat, and nothing went right for the Lakers. Nothing did. AD got hurt. Um, here's just what the uh, – Danny Green went three for eight. Okay, that's just that's just not going to happen. Um, Caldwell Pope, six for 15. Dwight Howard, 0 for 1. Kyle Kuzma, 3 of 10. Rondo, 1 of 7. Caruso, 1 of 3. Morris, 0 for 2. It was a collapse by everyone not named LeBron and Anthony Davis. And the thing is, LeBron is going to give you that stat line he did tonight every single game if he wants to. Anthony Davis, 28 and 12, honestly, that's pedestrian for him. You'll get that again tonight. If the bench does better than shooting 30%, so if they just regress to the average, not above average, but just they they uh, get to the average, they will win this game by 12. It, it, you just had a horrible shooting game from everyone on your team. Uh, the real star for me, I know Duncan Robinson, um, 7 for 13 from three-point land, which, again, that's a fuckload. But They're giving him wide open looks. I don't understand how you lose the best shooter on the team so consistently. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I think really the, the person who stepped up more than anyone else on the Heat was none. None went 6 for 11 from the, uh, from the field goal, 2 for 4 from 3, had 14 points. This is someone that really should be contributing at a Kuzma level. Um, who Kuzma went... Uh, I, I would argue that Kuzma should be operating at the none level, but I, I don't know where the fuck his game went. So that's what I'm saying. Everyone had a terrible game across the board on the bench. They just did. They just did. Uh, it's another reason why I hate these black jerseys, because I go, Kobe... First off, Kobe hated Dwight Howard. Uh, and he <laughs> would hate to play with... Kobe would not... Morris, Kuzma, and Howard... And Caldwell Pope for, for stretches. Kobe would fucking hate these people. That's it. He hated them even he got to play with them. Okay? I go, I understand what they're doing for a Lakers perspective. I don't want to shit on the, symbol, the symbolism. But he, these people are not clutch. They're not like Kobe wouldn't go to bat for these fucking people. Like, I, I go. No, absolutely not. Actually, one of my lasting <laughs> memories of Kobe was. Uh, he, he was watching one of the Lakers games after he retires, and I remember it, it comes down to the wire, and it's it's game winner time, and Contavious or KCP he gets the ball and shoots an atrocious air ball, and the ball the game goes to overtime, and Kobe just gets up and goes, you know, I'm not even watching overtime, like I'm I'm not watching this bullshit, I'm yeah. out of here, and okay. just leaks right so, after the shot. You know, part of me goes, hey, I'm really sick of this. I'm just sick of it. I, I, I'm, he would fucking hate <laughs> seeing this team do that. He just hate it. A wide open three at the end of the game, and you fucking short it. You fucking short it. You've lost your fucking mind. Like, how the fuck right, you short it? I'm glad you bring it? up Kobe because again, LeBron made the right basketball play. Yep. But 
that those kind of plays are why Kobe was my favorite player ever. Yeah. Like Kobe's taking that shot and Kobe might not make the shot. Right. But he's going to put his nuts on the table and say, "All right, well you're going to have to stop me." Yeah. Like it, it, either we're going to win or we're going to lose, but I'm taking this shit right now. Yeah. And, and and I don't I I would say that it's tough to tell that here's the thing, Kobe played with a better supporting cast in any of his championship years than what LeBron has. I disagree. Really? Shaq yes. is a better player than Davis. Yes, but when Powell and uh, when it was Kobe and Powell and they won those two rings, LeBron has definitely played on better teams than that. He played with Kyrie Irving and no, no, Kevin no, 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 Love. No. He played this with Wayne Lakers Chris team. Bosch. This Lakers team. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. This Lakers team. What I, I mean, like when, when we're comparing them, when Kobe won his rings, he was on better all around better teams than what LeBron's on right now. Like yes. Le, LeBron's yes. not getting any support besides AD. LeBron passing it out to a wide open. I just don't hold it against LeBron. I know what you're saying with Kobe, but Kobe's put in that position because watch that play. LeBron drives, and I mean, Kobe wasn't getting five people collapsing to him because they go, fuck everyone but Kobe. You couldn't. There were other players that were going to make shots on your ass if you did that. The Heat sold out. It's just a unique situation that happens in sports because... LeBron has no one else to go to. Could they have drawn something up? I agree that's the one point, but they were out of timeouts. I, I, my, my point is I think that Kobe finds a shot somewhere okay. in there. I don't think that Kobe drives into the four people, and I know that he's done it before. You could pull out the yeah. clip against the Bulls in the regular season where he gets blocked driving against four people. But with a championship on the line, yeah. I feel like he's going to find a good mid-range jumper, a pull-up. He, he's going to find a way to get a shot. And I think Whether that, it goes in yeah. or not is a whole different conversation, right. but... I, He's going to find a shot. When I, uh, I take the view of it when I say, hey, look, I want the ball in the best player's hand to end the game. It was. It was. LeBron made the decision with the ball in his hands at the end of the game. And and I, I, I don't know. I just – I like to look at history, and I like to let my decisions uh, remove. And I'm not a Laker fan, so it's easy for me to make this call. But I think tonight, if it comes down to it, LeBron will pass that ball out again. <laughs> I don't think there's any question in his mind. You have to right, trust. Ultimately, I, I think it was the play design. I, I think we got to put it on Vogel for that yeah, one. Yeah, and there was no timeouts. Yep. Like, involve AD. You got to involve AD. That's the biggest thing is you didn't have timeouts. You put yourself in a bad spot from a leadership perspective. I don't put any of that loss on LeBron James in the slightest. Uh, so, all right, let's 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 bow that up. We'll talk more about it. Uh, assuming if they win tonight, we'll talk about it during the week. Let's cut into some football real quick and let's get it rolling. Um, there, there isn't a ton that I like in the 1 p.m. slot, but I will start here. My favorite play today is the Panthers plus two over the Falcons. My favorite 1 o'clock bet is the Panthers over the Falcons. I love it. You think Teddy Bridgewater gives you another three touchdowns like he did last week? I will tell you this. There are three defense in the NFL that I consider uh, you can do whatever you want to them. You can do whatever you want to when I play. You want to run the ball, well, you, you can run the three. ball. Can I guess them? Yeah. Atlanta? Yep. Seattle? Nope. Mm. Dallas? Huh? Dallas? Dallas is, yep, yep. Uh, so I'm missing one? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with... It's an AFC team. Bengals. Ah, it's the Jets. Uh, no, Dolphins. Jets. The Jets have given up the most points in the NFL, I believe. No, 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 sorry. Dallas has given up the most points with 146. Behind them is the New York Jets at 131. 
Um, and then Atlanta is uh, Atlanta's 138. So, and, and the reason why I say you can do whatever you want to them is because these teams' offenses uh, allow you to do whatever you want. The thing that Seattle forces you to do is Seattle forces you to throw the ball and play catch-up. Dallas, Atlanta, the Jets, they're not making you play catch-up. They're playing catch-up. So what's happening is their defenses are getting dismantled from the beginning of the game. This isn't late. They're like, Seattle, you have to catch up. You have to throw. You have to get yards on them. They're put in a bad situation. The Jets, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Falcons all are, are they start every game by losing. And then they have to play catch-up. And so their defense gets mangled in any which way. And so I, I really like Carolina today, who stuck out, I think, two good games. What Carolina's defense did to Arizona last week was kind of insane. Um, just completely. Yeah, they, they made Kyler look very human. They put him in a box and pushed him in. They put a rock on top of the box and then dropped it in the river, man. I mean, they had no shot in that game at any point in time. They weren't competitive at any point in time. It was crazy. They completely shut him down. And I think that's a better offense than what Atlanta's going to roll into town with. So I like the, I like the Panthers getting you. Right now it's up to two. People are betting on Atlanta. I like the two. I like Carolina to go three and two. I like them in this division game. Um, I like them at plus two. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Uh, with Carolina, they looked impressive last week. And I'm happy for Teddy Bridgewater. He's been looking pretty solid. I think this is an opportunity against this atrocious Atlanta secondary yeah. uh, for Teddy and DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, for them to make a splash today. So I'm with you. I like that plus two as well. And then they'll turn around and run the ball when they need to. Julio Jones is out. Give, give me the uh, the Carolina Panthers plus two. Um, I'm not touching anything in the Raiders Chiefs game. It's just it's that's a weird one. Both teams can score. I don't know. I just I'm yeah. not feeling it. Eleven and a half is a little high. Uh, I don't like it. It's a little high, and the Chiefs have been close with everyone not named the Ravens. So, uh, you know, I'm just kind of going to sit on that a little bit. Uh, Rams and Washington. Uh, The Rams are minus 7.5. Done. They screwed me last week. I know. I know. And you know what? Actually, here's the truth. The Giants' defense is, is, is slowly turning into a decent unit. Um, that's the little tricky thing here is the Giants' defense is actually slowly, not slowly, in the last couple games, they've been clamping people. They got they got whipped up on by the 49ers, turned around, kind of rallied it together, and had a better performance last week against the Rams. Um, I, I think that the, the, the Giants can keep you to a lower score. They're 0-4, uh, and they've given up only 90, 96 uh, points. So it's, it's not like they've given up, uh, just, just for example, you know, the entire NFC North, no one's under 100. Uh, the, you, you giving up uh, the entire East, except for the, Gi- the Giants, have given up more than 100. Uh, the entire NFC South have given up more points than 100, and the Giants are below that at 96. So... Um, I, I think there's some I, I, I just think that they're a better team and they're gonna round into a decent team and the Rams are, are gonna I just watched the Redskins. I watched the Ravens play Washington last week and the Ravens really beat them without putting much effort in. I'll just be honest, I didn't see a, a fired up team. I think the Rams right. can beat through them. Washington starting Kyle Allen today, oh, yeah. and I thought that Kyle Allen was a dumpster fire last season, yes. and so I I might buy like a half point or something. Right now, the yeah. Rams are minus seven and a half. Move it so to I, seven. I might, 
Yeah, I, I like seven as well. Yep. So with Kyle Allen, though, I, I think the Rams should be safe money today. Yep. Uh, I don't touch anything in the Jaguars Texan game. They fire Bill O'Brien. No idea what's going on there. Uh, Cardinals Jets. Um, the Cardinals are in a teaser form for me here. I'm not touching that spread. After what I watched last week, Joe Flacco's in, but I put the I put the Cardinals in a teaser format. Um, so let, let me give you let me give you a, a, a little a little chop up of what you can do here. You can take a ten point teaser, right? You take the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Panthers. You move the Panthers to plus twelve. You move the Rams to basically win and get two and a half, and you get the Cardinals to win plus two and a half. So you take Cardinals versus Jets, give yourself two and a half for the Cardinals. You take the Rams, give yourself two and a half. If you want to buy it, you can buy the point down and make it a solid three for all of them. And then you get the Panthers at plus 12. That's what I like. It's going to be one of my plays today. Uh, is I like that. Taking it looks those like the Cardinals-Jets line just moved, actually. We're, we're now at minus eight. Yeah, so get it on it when you can. Some some sites, I'm still looking at seven and a half, but we'll we'll see what comes through. Um, next one o'clock game, uh, Eagles Steelers. I got to tell you, the Steelers defensive line is going to rip the Eagles in half. I like the Steelers minus seven. I am not going to touch this game because yeah. I feel like every time I bet against the Eagles, I lose my money. <laughs> It's it's pretty consistent actually, but I do like Big Ben and uh, and Deontay Johnson's back today, right? Yes. He missed some time with a concussion. He's got his who I think is his best weapon back. So yeah, I think Pittsburgh is a safe bet today, but I won't be betting yeah. that because the Eagles love stealing my money. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals and the Ravens. Um, I think the Bengals are going to have a really tough time today. People are betting on the Bengals here. Uh, it's Ravens minus twelve. That's a little high for me. Um, but I'm going to take it anyway, like the Ravens minus 12. Any thoughts? What is the reasoning behind taking the Bengals? I don't get that. I don't know, but they were. this opened at 14, and it's teased down to 12. I mean, it's moved down to 12. So this line is moving, and everyone's betting on the Bengals plus the points. Um, the Ravens yeah. have looked a little lackluster, I understand, but the Bengals are not in the same class. Oh, I might be down for a little Ravens money line. I don't yeah. know if I'm touching the minus 12, but I don't think there's any reason to think that the Bengals are going to steal one here. Neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, not in a divisional game. Like, the Ravens no. know this team. It's yeah. not like they're going to catch them by surprise. Exactly. That's how I feel. Um, we move to the 4 o'clock slate now. Miami, San Francisco, untouchable for me. Uh, Garoppolo's coming back. It's minus 8. I'm just not touching that game. Uh, I think Garoppolo and Mostert are both back. Yep. Uh, if that is the case, I kind of do like the San Francisco 49ers minus eight. Yep. I'm not sure if I'll actually be putting my money on it, but if Garoppolo and Mostert are back, I think they'll have their full spread of weapons, I think, for the first time this year. They'll have Debo Samuel, they have Brandon Ayuk, they'll have Mostert and McKinnon back there, George Kittle's back. Uh, so I think we could see an explosive day for the 49ers offense if all those guys are out there. I agree, I do. I just like Miami and I don't like the full hook. Uh, sliding to the 425 game, the Giants and the Cowboys. I have news for everybody. I'm taking the under. The under. Um, and it, it stems from this. Dak's been on fire. You don't think they're scoring points over there? D uh, Dak is only on fire in the third and fourth quarters. And it's because they're down by a bunch of points and he has to throw the ball to come back. So it's not like Dak is on fire in the beginning of the game. Actually, their stats in the beginning of the game are awful. This is a team that fell down like 40 points to the Browns, man. This is Dax Prescott's literally is culminating the greatest garbage time season I will oh, ever see. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. He's going to get paid from garbage time. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. think he's going to get paid? You think he's losing money so far this season? Uh, I think it's tough when you're one and three to say you're going to get paid. I agree. I agree. But if the numbers are there, it's going to be hard for Jerry to argue. I mean, me and you, we understand what, yeah. what's going on. but I think Jerry's already made the point. He wants to see a winner. He doesn't give a fuck how it happens. But he just fired the coach, and he didn't pay Dak. And he didn't pay Dak because Dak's not winning games. So he's fired the coach. He's brought a new coach in, and they're still not winning. You're Jerry Jones. You're senile. You're 100. Now what? I pay Dak to go one and three? Mm, maybe not. All right, so hold on. Let me ask you your armchair GM opinion then. Let's say they finish. Let's say it's just a season from from hell for Dallas. They finish four and twelve. They end up with the number three pick. I'm trading do Dak. You franchise Dak and draft a quarterback. How do you handle the quarterback situation there? Because you have some young receivers. Zeke isn't that old yet. Like, how do you handle that situation? I can probably trade Dak for like two to two first round picks, and and plus, so I'll have a th- third rounder. I'll go and trade him to. Chicago or Minnesota, I don't know what to do with Kirk. Um, the team like the Rams might be interested. Uh, I could see San Francisco being interested to try to upgrade their quarterback. Atlanta could be interested. Like Atlanta could go, I've got all the pieces, I just need another quarterback. I think Matt Ryan could be cooked by the end of this year. Um, I think there are options to to move Dak to a team that, that would – what about Indy? You know? mm, that would be interesting. Don't say that though. Don't put that in the universe. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't think the Colts getting better, but yes, that would be great for them. So, like, there is options. And do you think the Colts would give up two first round picks to get Dak Prescott? I think they do it right now today. So, I think that they should if that was right. on the table. So, because so, if they had an elite quarterback or an above average quarterback, yeah. this team would be insane. Don't don't underestimate bad bad owners. You just can't underestimate them. They're 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 going to get you. Um, now, here's the thing about this Giants game, Giants-Cowboys. I have said earlier that the anyone can get whatever they want about the Cowboys. Unfortunately, the New York football Giants have only scored. Uh, how many points do you think the Giants have scored this year? Ooh, I know that's been rough because I looked at these stats the other day. Yeah. Uh, the Jets have played... 65. How many do the Giants have? The Saints have 65? The, the Jets have the 65. The Jets have 65. Okay, I'm sorry. Um... I'm going to go with 42. 47. Damn. It's nothing, man. That's, what is that, 14, 12 a game? You've played four games, you're scoring 12 a game? I mean, so they would so have to I'll score. I'll admit that I haven't watched too much Giants. They're terrible offense. offensively. They're terrible. Like, when Saquon goes down, did the whole offense go with him, or was this offense going to be terrible regardless? What's going on over there? Was the offense good last year with Saquon? No. All right. Did it matter then? (laughs) I I guess, yeah. That's a good point. No. Exactly. So, I like this game to that Cowboys to win. Like, And here's the other thing. Remember, the Cowboys have been scoring these points because they've had to. They've had to. You don't have to in this game. The Giants aren't going to score 30. So I like this game being like a 24-27. The lines move down to 52. It was at 54. I have it at 54. Um, But but I still like it at 52. Give me a 24-21 to game. Understand that 21 would be twice as many points as what the Giants are averaging. Twice as many. Double your average is what you'd be saying here. 
Uh, who's scoring three touchdowns on the Giants? Uh, right. That's, you know, like a pass. I was planning on staying away from this game, but you're talking me into that under right now. Yeah, and It's making know, a lot of sense. I, I just like I like the math. Um, let's roll through. Uh, Indianapolis, Colts, Browns, pick them right now. I think you, you, you had a take on this game. Yeah, I, I'm still not a believer in the Browns. I know that they've got their run game going, and, you know, now that they've taken the pressure off Baker, things are looking a little better over there, I think. They changed their offensive coordinator this year. It was to Stefanski, right? Yep. He's their head so coach. He's, he's their head job. coach. Okay. He's their head coach. Okay. So he's doing a good job uh, pushing the run. And even with Chubb going down, Hunt has looked good. However, this indie defense has looked like one of the best units in the league so far this season. And so I, I just I like Indy right now. I like them to shut down the run. However... Uh, I have to be fair and say that Indy's best run defender, Darius Leonard, their linebacker, is out for this game. Um, I just like the Colts. I think the Colts are a better football team. I'm still not sure about the Browns. Um, And if this is going to be a low-scoring game, I would rather count on Phil Rivers than Baker Mayfield, and I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. But that's where you're at. I I think this is going to be another low-scoring game where they run the ball a lot. Uh, the Colts have a pretty good defense, although they're missing some pieces. This is stay away from me, but I am going to intently watch. I am. Uh, this is a good watch game. This is a solid game to watch. This will be fun. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's at least uh, it, it will not, won't necessarily be fun, but it'll at least be it'll be meaningful. How about that? Right, right. This is definitely a matchup I have my eye on. I actually already took the Colts pick them. Uh, again, I just think they're a better football team on both sides of the ball. Yep. So uh, I'm going to roll with them. Uh, if the if the Cleveland Browns end up with a win here, then maybe I need to take them a little more seriously. Yep, but four and one you have this to. This is the game where I'm going to decide how serious I'm going to take them. Yep. Now let's move to the night game: Minnesota Seahawks. Seahawks are minus seven. I don't even understand that. Give me the Seahawks minus seven. What am yeah, I missing? Nothing to add there. I, I feel like Russell hangs thirty on them, and I don't like Kirk to hang thirty. Right. Never have. Never will. Uh, the Monday night game, we don't know what's going with Tuesday night or another Monday night or whatever. Uh, Chargers, Saints, Chargers getting eight. Uh, color me weird, I'm taking the Chargers plus eight. Ugh, why? Michael Thomas is back. Uh, I feel like the Saints might is get he, going. Is he week. back? I thought he was still doubtful. Uh, I saw questionable. Okay. Um, I'll check right now, actually. Uh, yeah, let me look. We can, uh, we can look at this. Let's see. Yeah, I've got questionable here. Uh, we'll... F- because what sucks is I'd love to play him in fantasy, but um, come back and play for the first time something higher. Thomas Hunter saying second to be at makeup for lost time. Um, okay, damn. What do I start him and then I get fucking blasted when he doesn't fucking play? Is that what I'm doing? So with here's here? what I got from DraftKings. Uh, I see Michael Thomas is listed as questionable on the team's Week Five injury report. He was limited in practice this week for the second week in a row, but he is expected to play when the Saints host the Chargers on Monday night. I guess I'll move him into my lineup then. All right, that'll be interesting. I really like what Herbert's done. I think they've got weapons offensively. I think they also have a pass rush that can get after a quarterback with four so they can drop everyone in coverage, and I don't think that helps the Saints at all. Uh, I think the Saints will run the ball. I just like in a game where you're going to control the clock and run the ball a lot, give me the touchdown plus the points. I just need to say, uh, I don't think that I'll I'll be betting this game at all, but I just want to say that I had Justin Herbert in a dynasty league before the season started. Ooh. And thinking that thinking that Tyrod Taylor was going to be the starter for a little bit, I needed to make some moves, so I said, all right, Herbert, I'm going to drop you, but I'll be back for you. 
and ever since my man's lung got punctured, obviously yeah. someone scooped him up immediately, and now I have no Justin no Herbert. No Justin and, Herbert, yeah. And I hate myself for it. It happens. In, uh, it's been a couple games. Game, if Michael Thomas is back, I like the Saints money line. Uh, I don't know if I like the minus eight because, like you said, Justin Herbert has looked good. Yeah. But I like the Saints to win it. Yeah, I do like the Saints to win. I just, with the plus eight, that's kind of where I'm sitting. Um, that wraps up everything put together. Now, what I what I will do is I have a um, I, I've got a parlay here that I want to I want to put out into the ether for our listeners to uh, to to get in on. Um, I believe that this is uh, probably I, I think it's it, it's a decent payout. So I'm going to take the Panthers, the Rams, uh, the Panthers plus two and it's up to plus two and a half now. So that money is running on Atlanta. Uh, you really have to – I just don't understand why anyone would comfortably bet on Atlanta. Like, if Atlanta wins today, you're like, okay, whatever. But if Atlanta loses, don't you feel like a huge fucking idiot putting money on them? Like, aren't you like, oh, yeah, I put money on the 0-4 team that's gotten crushed in every game they've played? Like, what am, what am I doing here? You know, like, Yeah, I'm not putting money on the team that finds a way to lose. Like, right. <laughs> plenty of teams find a way to win, you know, despite it all. But Atlanta somehow will be looking good and then find a way to lose. Find a way to I'm lose. I'm not putting money on that. Right. Um, Arizona Cardinals, I'm taking on the money line for the last time this year. If the Cardinals lose this game, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm having a, a little John Q and I'm having a change of heart. I'm not even going to put the Cardinals on anything. I'm taking them off my fucking board. Um, no, you're off the Cardinals I'm, completely. I just, they've burnt me the last two weeks, and that was against Detroit and Carolina. Now they're playing the Jets, and I go, the Jets are the worst in all of them. I get it, but um, I'm just going to take them out of this parlay. I will take them... Uh, I will take them minus the seven and a half uh, as a straight play, but I'm not going to put them in my big parlay and then look at myself in the mirror and go, you you knew what this was, you freaking idiot. Like, <laughs> you fucking knew. You did if it Joe again. If Joe Flacco beats the Arizona Cardinals, I'm off the Cardinals for the rest of the season. For the rest of the season. So then I'm going to take the Steelers on the money line. So just to win. I'm going to take the Ravens on the money line. So just to win. Um, and then I'm taking the under in the Cowboys Giants, uh, and then I will take um, I will take the uh, the over. Now I'm going to drop that out. I'm going to go just my five: Carolina Panthers plus two and a half, Rams minus seven and a half, under in the Dallas Cowboys game, um, Pittsburgh Steelers to win, Ravens to win. That's a nine to one parlay. I'll give that out for everyone here. Okay. So, so that was. Panthers plus two, Arizona money line, Steelers money line, Ravens money line, Rams minus seven and a half. Yep. That's it. I like it. The, none of those games scare me. Yeah. I think, uh, honestly, that's that's the one where I look at and I go, I like that the most. So, okay. Any parting thoughts for people to watch today? Uh, not for today. I hope these damn Titans play on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's... going to that's gonna be an interesting thing. Um, right. We'll have to break that down during the week once we figure out what what's going on. Yeah, no. For today, uh, I the games that I have my eye on the most are the Indian Browns, like we talked about earlier. Yep. And I am going to be watching this Jags Houston game probably because my team is in the AFC South. But yep. I want to see what Houston looks like now that Bill O'Brien is gone. Uh, so those are the two matchups that will be on my TV today. Yep. Very interested in that Houston Jacksonville matchup. It's another good day of football. We are thankful to have football. We are thankful for you listening to us. Remember, we're online, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, you can find me at Pick and Play 37 on Twitter. You can find Leo at Pick and Scroll. Uh, and remember, stay safe out there. Thanks for listening.